Good morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone with my friend Ruth Anderson. Hi, Ruth. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm so glad we could do this during the holidays and the craziness that that uh, life has right now. So, everyone, I want you to be. Um, I, I, I'm I'm delighted to get to know Ruth better because she uh, has she's the perfect example of not really retiring. <laughs> um, she had a she had a full career in education, and then after that, went back and um, uh, embraced a second calling um, to become an ordained minister and an intuitive and a spiritual counselor and an author. And um, she has, she's the founder of the Enlightened World online network. And so um, I just can't wait to learn more about um, your perspectives and how that can help us through the, all these changes to have a better world. Oh, so Ruth, how did you, how did, what happened? Did you have a um, spiritually transformative experience or what happened? You know, Kathy, as a child, I was always really connected in with spirit, but I didn't really understand what it was, but I knew that there was some kind of special connection through nature and through, um, I, I would think that it was the Holy Spirit, actually, and maybe it was Divine Mother, maybe it was Archangel Michael, but I knew as a child, they had a hand on me, and I knew as a teenager, they had a hand on me, and I kept getting psychic hits, which I didn't really understand. Um, but then um, I think what ultimately happened was I had a very long friendship with a girlfriend and she was ill with cancer. We didn't know she was sick. She didn't know she was sick. Wow. But I kept getting these intuitive hits that something was wrong with her. And so um, I would reach out and it ended up she died of stomach cancer four months later. Wow. But I would get the hits beforehand. And um, just even being in Los Angeles with her while she passed and the days after she passed, she showed up for me in spirit and helped me plan her celebration of life. Wow. And I didn't understand any of that. I knew it was happening, but I didn't understand it. So I started taking classes and that's when the reverendship came in. And part of that, I met Archangel Michael. And Kathy, I know that you also connect with Archangel Michael. Yep. And he started working with me and really tutoring me. And I would sit with him in meditation every day. And then he started saying, well, you know, write these things down. So I would write down the learnings. And then he would say things like, write a blog. And I said, what's a blog? <laughs> so then I started writing articles and turning them into places. And then he said, get on people's talk shows. I, I said, okay. I mean, I, I wasn't really ready to come out of the closet. You know, I was a little uncomfortable about putting myself out there in that way. But I kept listening and I kept doing it. And after I'd been on about, I think it was 16 different talk shows like yours. And Michael said, now get on a weekly show. Oh boy. So then I was really putting myself out there and he lovingly put me in a space to meet a beautiful woman named Linda Dirks. 
um, I ended up at a Hay House Writers Conference. She was in the row right in front of me and we connected and she actually came on with me for the first 17 shows. Wow. I, I was scared to death. There was no way I was ready to do that by myself. And he gave me the crutch that I needed to be able to do that. After about a month in on that, he said, you're going to have your own network. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> he said, yeah, you are. So then over that next year, the thinking of Enlightened World Network came together. And what was it going to be? And who was going to be on it? And we are starting our fifth year of Enlightened World Network. And Enlightened World Network is a, it's a platform. It's a comfortable spiritual platform. It's on YouTube, it's on Facebook, um, we're on Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and it's just a safe space for folks to come and be in their own spiritual shoes, having their own spiritual experience. So I'm, I'm very pleased to have pulled together a beautiful network of folks that are spiritually in tune to the angels, to the creator, um, some folks have an ear out to the galactic side of things as well. And it's been a fascinating journey. Well, so you obviously are still being guided. Do you have like downloads or do you have a spiritual practice where you meditate every morning and you, and you get the um, assignments? <laughs> Or the, the, the instructions for the day? And sometimes they are assignments, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So on Enlightened World Network, we have something called a meditation a day. And right. every single day we have on a different meditator and they just lead us. And I host most of those. And so every single day I get to sit in this fabulous space oh. of walking with spirit. And I will get messages during those times. I'll get messages during the day. I check in frequently. Um, if it's a situation with someone, my daughters have come to the point where they will trust me on things and they will come and say, what, what does my teacher think about me? Or is my boss going to fire me? So, you know, we sit in that energy and we, so it's been beautiful to be able to throughout the day, just check in with spirit and get answers. So are you feeling, excuse me, the cat, um, <laughs> are you feeling the changes uh, um, that are happening in the earth that, that part of the Enlightened Network is, the Enlightened World Online Network, is that part of your, um, your, uh, um, inspiration to have people pick something different that because because it's a practice it's like your service right right it is a practice and and folks will come on to do a meditation and they'll say well what do you want me to what do you want me to meditate on and i always say i want you to meditate where spirit is guiding you mm -hmm. because i know that the messages that we're getting in on a daily basis they're current and they're so on point. And so is that perfect? Yeah. I love that. So so and of course I made you full screen at the wrong time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So when we are going through the holidays, a lot of times people have um, a lot more stress than normal. Um, they worry about making, having the perfect present, doing everything just right. Um, they also may be under pressure at work while they're trying to still produce work as well. Um, are you seeing that um, that what your your guidance is is a way to be um, look at things differently, or what 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 would you say? Because um, the peacefulness of what you're doing is so high contrast to the chaos that the world is in. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes. You know, it's, it's similar to being in COVID in the sense that we had the opportunity to either be in the fray and be anxious and be nervous and be afraid, or we could step back and with spirit as our guide, be a witness participant rather than just a participant. And that's, that's how I see the holidays as well. You have the chance to step back just observe, you don't actually have to get involved in everything that's going on around you at all. You could actually take the holiday off and the world would not crumble. So I think it's really important to remember who we are as divine beings, number one. And number two, decide how much you wanna participate in all of the chaos that's going on around you. You really don't have to. Right, right. Suffering is optional, <laughs> which we don't, we like to uh, put the whole story of contrasts in to, to play, even though it doesn't, it's not even important at all. But, but the, the release of it may be important. So I'd like to ask um, for knowledge about the, the Ascended Masters and the angels that you work with. And um, and I, you can tell, and we'll show uh, uh, your site in a little bit, but um, you've collected angelic beings. Like I know Marbeth Dunn, and she's just amazing. She's a sister from another mother, as far as I'm concerned. I love her. Um, and Terry Angel. And I mean, you've got these people that have a um, kindness and a generosity to them that is innate. It is not a learned, it, it is who they authentically are. Um, so, so is that, are you guided by the angels for that? Or how did you collect these divine beings all in one place? I really believe that Divine Mother and Archangel Michael are the thread that hold all of us together um, that are involved with Enlightened World Network. And one of the assignments that I got from Archangel Michael was to do a women's, um, uh, what's that called when you do like 30 um, interviews in a row? A summit. We a I summit. Uh -huh. able to have a woman's summit. <laughs> I, I went, uh, okay, um, how am I supposed to find these people and what am I looking for? And he put me in contact with um, Sherry 
um, Myers, and she's amazing. One of the things that she, her thing is connecting with angel speakers. And so I connected with her and she introduced me to a handful of folks. Those folks introduced me to a handful of folks. And um, it was amazing. 31 women popped up. And what was also fascinating was as I was plugging them in on the calendar, I had no idea who they were. I had no idea what they were going to be speaking about. And they all lined up in the calendar perfectly correct. And it went from the um, the greener, less intense spiritual, all the way down to, holy cow, I'm not sure I can understand this, right? <laughs> And so it was fascinating the way that it just threaded through. And each interview was live and I had no idea what I was doing. And um, it was beautiful, the connections that happened as a result of that. That one um, 30-day event was, that's really where it started. So many of the people that I'm connecting with we're part of that original third. Oh, wonderful. So that that's all divine timing too. Divine assignment. That's fabulous. Well, um, so the Dalai Lama said that the woman is going to be, the Western woman is going to change the world. Is mm -hmm. that, do you think that's part of what you're doing that bringing together women that have this, um, holistic knowing it because they're they see multi-dimensionality really they're because they're able to work through their heart and consciousness to see a bigger field do you think that's what he was talking about or does it feel different than that no i think that that is obviously we're not the only ones doing this there are many many light workers across the planet that are bringing divine love in and loving humanity and the planet similarly to, to us. So I'd say we are a small faction of that. Yes. So the, okay, so next question is, I think people, I think we're like antennas and we're like a radio station and a lot of us get the memo and only some act. Why mm -hmm. do you think you acted? Because you could have said, oh, no, 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 you have the wrong station. Uh, oh, and, and somebody would have, because I, I believe that there is a vibrational connection. But what, what do you think was the reason you believe you, you trusted it? I think I was so hungry oh. to understand that spiritual aspect of me that I had seen all of my life. And I felt like I finally was getting answers. And I felt like I was finally getting belonging in my relationship with Archangel Michael and Divine Mother. And so I learned to trust them. And I think they learned to trust me. Yeah. And the more I followed through, the more they gave me to do. Wow. Yeah. Well, because I, I do, I call it getting the memo. And then um, some of it, it's like, really me? Or or <laughs> it's brought in a, um, a you know, a, a 
perpendicular turn to what you're doing. All of a sudden, a left turn or a right turn. It's like really, and um, but but you trust it, and trust is a big um, component of our spiritual growth, right? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. I'll give you just a quick example. Um, Kathy and I are in the same town, hometown. And I went into a store. Whoops, wrong one. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. We can look at you. I'd prefer that. <laughs> um, so I had gone into a store and the woman who waited on us connected to my daughter. I mean, it was fascinating. My daughter's 21 and I just watched them. And it was it was almost like this divine love connection. Like maybe they had known each other before. It was, uh -huh. I just watched it. And so I thought, okay, I better figure out who she is. So I just started a conversation with her. In this conversation, she tells me she almost died of COVID. Okay. And um, she was one of the ones that, one of the many that did not get the vaccine. And at the time, um, Gerald Polis had said, if you didn't get the vaccine, we're not treating you, right? I mean, it was at that time when the hospitals were jammed full of folks with COVID. She hadn't gotten the vaccine. They sent her home very sick, and she had a near-death experience as a result. It was amazing that she didn't pass. And as I was talking to her, she said, I don't know why I'm alive. She said, I, I don't have family. I, you know, I don't have kids. I've got my job, but I... I don't know why the universe kept me. Mm -hmm. And I just felt Archangel Michael all over the situation. And so I told her about Enlightened World Network, which is really unusual for me to do in our hometown, honestly. Um, but Archangel Michael was all over it and telling me that she needed someone to connect with on a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. And so I did. But it's it's seen the divine in each other. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I think that's a, such a blessing um, where we get out of the story and the victimization um, model back to namaste, which means I, I see the the, the beauty in me sees the beauty in you or the God in me sees the God in you. And hopefully that's what this whole time period is about, this change that we're in from, from um, into the age of Aquarius, where we could possibly be telepathic. Right now we couldn't ever be telepathic. Um, the, well, I think we share fields in common, common thought, but um, as far as a culture, at least yeah. Americans, it, it, we're not quite ready. I think we're in our infancy of that. Do you agree with that? I think some people are very open. I think some people are getting little glimpses, and I think there's a whole lot of folks that just blinders. Right. And that's right. okay. We're, we're all perfectly where we're supposed to be. Well, so you you were an educator. Were you already doing ministry in a in a way in your previous occupation? Were you a mediator, a, a love connector um, in education, and that kind of set you up to be the 
the your next phase, your your second phase? You know, I think everything we do sets us up for wherever we're heading. Um, yes, I was a special educator, but I was mostly interested in being at the administrative level. And that's exactly where I ended up for 25 years. And I loved it. But what I found interesting was as, and I worked with mostly school district principals and school district administrators, some teachers, um, sometimes folks when they were in trouble, I was in human resources as well as special education. But as I was talking with folks, I would hear spirit saying, but what about this? Oh, and so then I would say, but what about this? And I would bring in the aspects of things that I was hearing spirits say. And so often folks would say, I'm going to try that. Oh, now I see. Okay, I, I understand. And I didn't realize it, but my ministry was actually coming together. I was practicing listening to spirit throughout the, in the workplace. I didn't know that, but I was. Yes, isn't it amazing? It's so cool. It's so cool that uh, everything, whoever designed this game was <laughs> so brilliant because everything builds on everything else, but you have no connect the dots. But um, when I said before about getting the memo, you, you've you trusted this voice, this inner knowing for for a lot of your life. And a lot of people right now are just learning how to trust. Do you have any recommendation to them of how they can trust? Because um, the, the capacity to fear has been multiplied to the max mm -hmm. over the past three years. I mean, things that we didn't even know. Uh, I mean, the internet allows you to have information instantaneously, but it also lets you know about anything bad happening all over the world all at the same time. Right. And and uh, but you're you're staying on task to filter through that and be a blessing. So could you talk a little bit about trust in in these changing times? I I believe a big piece of learning to trust is having a community of like-minded folks uh -huh. because you need somebody to be able to say, I just had the strangest vision. This is what I saw. What do you think that means? Mm -hmm. You need somebody who can validate what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're feeling. And sometimes you need somebody who can challenge that too and say, yeah, I don't know. You know, look, Let's sit in meditation together and let's see if we can get some clarification on that. Oh, that's good. So I think the most important thing is to find that community of like-minded folks. Yeah. That's good. The most that's important good. thing. Yeah. Um, because I think that that's, you need validation. Even if you do get the memo, you, you go, am I crazy? Did I really see that? Right. So, right. so, um, when you work with Archangel Michael, I always um, consider him. Well, he's he's right under Metatron, is um, is in the in the hierarchy in my little world. Um, do you find that he is a protector angel more than a design architect 
I'm sorry, my cat decided she wanted to be. Oh, that's all right. I love that. <laughs> you know, I, I would not give any kind of overarching statement about him whatsoever. I, oh. I know he is definitely a protector. I've had folks look at my daughter's energy and say, have you asked Archangel Michael to watch out for her? It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> we can see him. So I know that he's a protector. I believe he's an architect when it comes to, in particular, my spiritual curriculum. So in that way, I know that he's an architect when it comes to putting people together for their spiritual curriculum. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So yeah, and, I, and I've worked with Archangel Metatron a lot as well. Oh, you have, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think that there are different beings that are our guides at certain times for what we need to learn in life. I remember I started with Michael and then for about six months, they had me work with Archangel Raphael. Oh, yeah. And I, I felt very betrayed when they made that switch. And it was like, well, wait a minute, I'm really comfortable here. And they said, yeah, but there's other things for you to learn. And Raphael's going to take it for a while. And then they put me back with Michael. So I, there's just different times for different guides and teachers, I believe. Oh, that's perfect. And and the, the again, this is trust and the openness to learn and grow um, with the knowledge um, that that there is something more than just this three-dimensional aspect that we are so much more and that there's a way to tap into that. Um, so do you see the um, these changing times? I, I know you've, well, let's back up. You um, you live near me, and you went through a huge loss. Um, was is it a year and a half ago? Is that two years? Two it's years. Like two years wow. now. So so your house burned down, mm -hmm. and you lost everything. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! So do you, how to could you talk about your faith and all of that? with all of, because I'm so sorry for your loss, yeah. but um, you seem yeah. to keep going. <laughs> I mean, you're, it's amazing. Most people would be stopped in their tracks after that. What and was, yeah, Kathy, what was so interesting to me, we were in Galveston, Texas for winter break, winter holiday. Oh. And as, as I always do when, my family goes out of town. I I always ask, so Michael, where should we go? And he, for some reason, had us returning to Galveston, Texas. We never would have gone to Galveston, Texas the first time had Michael not told us to. Um, and then he had us return. Wow. And as I was going through literally VRBO looking for a home for us to live in for a couple of days, he guided me to a particular house, which he always does. So I knew that was the house we were supposed to be at. So we walked into the house the first time and the house burned December 30. And so I think we got to Galveston like December 27th. And we walked into the house and Archangel Michael was there. And I, I thought, okay, well, this is nice, but why are you here? <laughs> and the, those three days before the fire, he was so present to the point that I literally turned and went, what? 
<laughs> why are you here? And then we started getting the text from friends at home saying, okay, the neighborhood's on fire. And um, Michael was right there. And so I knew that whatever was going to happen, I was so divinely protected and guided. And that's what kept us, kept me going through everything. I mean, the tech group at Enlightened World Network took over for literally four months. <clears throat> they hosted all the meditations. They, you know, they were the backbone to that. As I was trying to pull together a place to live and making sure the kids were okay, our dogs did get out. Um, and we walked away with literally the dogs and what we had in our suitcases. What a oh. blessing. We had things in our suitcases that other people, we had toothbrushes, we had our, you know, our driver's licenses. Other folks didn't have that. Um, so it, I knew we were protected from before it started. So I, that helped tremendously. Wow. 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 I mean, it, it looks like a bomb was dropped and, and how, how strange the way the, the wind, it, it, it was a living entity that fire that was just amazing. Amazing. Well, and, and so what are there lessons that you could share for others about loss? Because uh, the holidays brings up a lot of, um, it, for some, it's the most joyous time of the year. And then for some, it's a, it's a time of remembering the losses or the people they're missing or any, any of the, um, it's a, it's an up and down holiday, really. Um, could you, could you share anything that might help the audience um, uh, go through this time? Well, I can tell you the night that the house burned, the two, our two daughters, my husband and I just stood there together and we said, okay, it's like we're taking inventory. We've got our health. We've got each other. We're rich, right? We are rich in spirit. We're, we're healthy. We're going to make it through this. And it's, it's just a matter of just stop and take inventory. You know, if you are truly feeling that loss as you're going into the holidays, just stop and take inventory. I've got my health. Well, maybe you don't have your health, but you know what? You've got today. I've got somebody who loves me. I've got somebody to love. I've got food on my table. I've got a roof over my head. I'm rich, right? I'm, I'm rich in that way. And just hold on to the love. You know, when I think of the people that I have lost, and I've lost, I've got more folks on the other side, I think, than I have on this side, which is not actually true, but I've lost over 20 people. Wow. And the love that I shared with them, I still have with them because I do believe in life after life. I do believe that I have been visited by those that I have loved and lost. So to me, it's not they died and they are gone, gone. And so maybe that's easier for me because I don't view death and loss in that way. Well, um, so I understand that you as a mature being could could work this out, but your kids, that had to have been a tremendous um, shock 
because it, as a kid, you're happy-go-lucky, you're you're planning the rest of your life. You feel like you know you understand everything in the world. It's only when you get older that you realize you don't know hardly anything. anything. But but in your twenties, you, you're a genius, and why can't they see? You know. So how did they handle it? Were were are so are they um, psychic and intuitive too? Are they able to connect? You know, they're, they're old souls, but they don't necessarily realize that. Uh huh. So they handled it very differently. Um, my youngest was a senior in high school. Oh, and gosh. so she had, a whole, you know, she had things to do and people to do it with. Yeah. And so she just ignored what had just happened and just went on with her life. And the other one, my oldest, she was a um, sophomore in college and it hit her like a ton of bricks. And yeah. so we parented differently for the two of them and we processed differently for the two of them. And they, you know, they're both very resilient. They both were adopted from China. So they had already lost one mother oh my God. and had to reconvene into another family situation so we processed these things and we talked about these things and yeah it, it that it was very trying for all of us wow but that faith and that knowingness that you've got your health you've got people that love you you've got food you've got a roof over your head we're okay that's so cool yes okay. that's yeah, and and maybe because they um, weren't American, spoiled, rotten um, children, <laughs> they they could adjust different. Well, they they had different perspective. I I lived in Italy on and off um, from tenth grade on, so I understand what when you have a different worldview and it's a much more expanded, um, less judgmental worldview um then then it is easier to adapt but but losing everything in your room or, or your house and all the the things that you cherish that you looked at with love right. so, so um the rebuild though are you all re are you all resettled no no no, we we moved to Erie, which uh -huh. is nearby, and it was just too far away. So four months later, we moved to Superior, which is closer. Yeah. And now we're moving back to Louisville, but it's not our home. It's a different home, and we still haven't decided if we're rebuilding or not. So just – and it was funny because we've been looking for real estate this entire time, trying to figure yeah. out what we're doing. And Archangel Michael said, buy that house. And I was like, really? And he was like, yep, buy that house. So we are, and it's it's all on faith. It is absolutely all on faith. So we're reworking this home, not sure if it's a forever home or if it's a for a couple of years home, but Michael said, buy it. And so that's what we, <laughs> that's so what we did. That's so cool. So what happens with your husband? Because I mean, we're, we're talking about your girls and, and you and, and about the beautiful women that you have in your, um, on your network. But what about your husband? I mean, is he, he must be totally on board with your incredible connection. 
No, he doesn't understand it at all. Oh, wow. He knows he actually helps support Enlightened World Network because he knows how important it is to me. And he's heard from other people that it has literally saved their lives. Oh, wow. And so he supports it in that way. And he trusts me. <laughs> he doesn't always know where I get the information from, but he trusts me uh -huh. and, and my judgment. So, yeah, it, it, it works out. It's he would not have probably signed up for this part. <laughs> but, you know, 30 years ago when we met, this wasn't a part of it that we knew of. So, yeah, yeah. So, so are you, um, are you going to teach any connection to your angels classes or I mean so you're an educator that's your background you could easily help others well this is just a question mm -hmm. um but you but I think this is our future this is a part of our salvation is for us to have an expanded view of life um are you thinking that you might teach you know, we offer different classes and different shows on Enlightened World oh. Network. So we're working with the angels all the time uh -huh. on Enlightened World Network. Um, I have taught some classes. I do work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. And, you know, again, just the modeling on Enlightened World Network. So it is happening in that way, not necessarily just me sitting and teaching a course. I see. I see. But I, I think you would be a wonderful teacher and the stories and the proof of, um, of how this connections enriched your life um, might, might give people um, a chance to experiment a little bit more because they would trust that. So I'm going to go ahead and show the website now. So is that OK? Of course. OK. It's, there we go. So um, I I can just scroll if you want, or tell tell me how you'd like me to. There's Terry Angel. Uh -huh. so, yes. So we have different shows on every day of the week, and again, we have the meditation a day. But if you just play around on the website, there are all different kinds of shows, and if you go to Enlightened World Network on YouTube, we've got thousands of videos <laughs> literally thousands of videos up there so yeah there's a lot a lot to look at and you have a sunday summit is that new now the sunday summits that's interesting kathy because that was at a particular time it was i think three it was before the fire um three years three or four years ago that i was struggling with the holidays and dealing, it almost felt like seasonal affective disorder. I just couldn't wrap my brain around the shorter days. And, you know, what am yeah. I supposed to be for the holidays? And so Michael said, okay, have Sunday summits. And we had, I think there's seven different shows. And we did them seven Sundays in a row. And each one was a different aspect of the holidays. And so every holiday, we pull out the Sunday summits and share those again, because uh, they were so poignant 
to get through the holidays. Oh, that's so wonderful. That's so wonderful. And and here's um here's a rise up for peace, which is beautiful. Look at that. And uh, you can be on podcast as well. So and then there's articles. There's so is this such a rich gift that you've created here. Oh, and there's Ellen Albertson, hmm. who's one of your folks. She's actually coming on to do the meditation today. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. And so um, you've got daily shows and meditations. You've got free resources. You Here's the courses. I'm sorry, I didn't realize they were here. And then there's also, um, this is so wonderful, the, the beings that you've collected are quite beautiful. And one, it's a wonderful time to have that resource um, because um, the, the mainstream media just is um, only, only giving us the information about the difficulties that humanity is facing, but change is good. That's what we came here as beings to, to experience and grow and learn and change is, is really good. So, so, so is there anything else that, um, that you'd like people to know? I, you're su such a gentle soul. Do, do you, do you do channeling for other people? Do you do readings for other people? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and um and can you give us any stories of anything that that's happened from your readings? Oh boy, there's been so many. <laughs> there's been some oh so okay, so here's an interesting one. Um my one of my cousins actually was diagnosed with melanoma and Ooh. I ended up spending she passed. She did um just pass this summer. But prior to that, I spent time with her frequently on the phone. She was in Phoenix. And we would sit with her guides. And they were preparing her. This was fascinating. They prepared her for six months before she passed. And so she was working so hard to live over here. And I'm watching them prepare her to transition. That was fascinating to me. Wow. Well, um, I love it when um, when you can show the the inspiration that's so available in the field for others, but but they may not access it. Um, the the um, sometimes when I do readings, someone will cry because it's almost like they it's like it land finally landed, or they had a feeling about it, but they they um, couldn't make that couldn't, couldn't take action like you can. They aren't courageous like you can, um, or they or learning to trust is a part of the journey. So, well, um, I, I think what you're offering is is an elixir for love. It's just really amazing, Ruth. And thank you so much for this gift that you're giving um, for for people that saw the website, this is really a multi-generational group of women. That there's a lot of women our age on it, but there really is the, the access and the 
possibility to help everyone through this work. And it's really God's work. It's the, it's the divinity. And, and uh, are there any other things that are coming up in 2024 that you'd like to share about um, what you're doing or um, travel or, or anything that's coming up besides new house? (laughs) Disruptive just by that, my goodness. Right, right. Um, hoping to do more travel. I was supposed to, well, I was online to be in Egypt at the pyramids oh. in January. Wow. And the message was like, yeah, not right now. Um, but that is definitely burning a hole in my heart that I would like to find myself there. Oh. Um, but, you know, with Enlightened World Network, it's really fascinating because some of the folks that are on, as I said, have an ear open to the galactic. And um, one of the shows that we're going to be doing, I I call it a show, it's an experience, is, and this one is, I think, on December 27, we are going to be sitting with the galactic angels and the galactic dragons to help bring in world peace. So, you know, we're branching, some of our folks are branching out in that direction a little bit to kind of bring things together with the angels that we know. So that's a fascinating direction that that we're branching out into as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. And and um I I look forward to what you what evolves out of all of this and the um idea that it's a a safe place to find to go inside to feel the peace, to feel the love, and that um, the it really is a divine expression of us that um, hopefully will remind people of their capacity to be that, right? Right. And really, if I could sum it all up, it's just divine love incarnate. Beautiful. Yes. My, my mission is to help as many people as possible wake up to their divinity. And so um, when I see this, it's just like, ah, they got the memo. Um, <laughs> be, because really, truly, we just forgot. There, there's, there wasn't, I, I, don't, I don't think that anything was intentional. It was, um, I don't know. I, I, I think we all have the capacity to, to really be um, in tremendous co-creation with with all that is infinite intelligence, source, God, whatever you want to call it. And that capacity to do that is just around the corner if you give yourself the permission to see. Right. So do you ever use angel cards or any um, tools like that to connect or work with others or? You know, I don't do that with others. There, there are two decks that I use. One is the divine feminine wisdom of the divine feminine. And the other one is the mother Mary Oracle. Oh, and I, I will use those for myself literally every day, I'll just ask spirit, is there a card there for me today? And most of the time there is, but sometimes there isn't. Yeah. And I'll ask which deck is it in? 
So I'll get that answer and then I'll spread them out and I'll ask, okay, is my card readily available? And then I'll, you know, just ask. I get a hit of like, oh, so, oh, is this my card? Well, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, but I go until I find my card. So I do, I do use that. I don't use those with other folks though. I really just connect in with their spirit guides yeah. and the messages that are coming in. So when you're connecting, how it, it, I'm, I'm just asking for my information because I, I don't know how anybody else does anything because <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't taught to do this. I just do this. I've been doing it since I was a little girl. Um, how do you, how do you um, release your essence so that their information can come through? Are you a conscious channel? of of their guides or the um or are you mostly working with your angel team to tell them what they need i always start with my team so if i get grounded in with my team uh -huh. and then we'll have i because i work with folks on zoom or phone yeah. or in person and so then then their energy comes in. And then as they're telling me, you know, whatever their questions are or whatever the story is, I'm really just an open channel and I'm just seeing what spirit is showing me. And, you know, sometimes I've gone through folks' businesses with them and we're talking about the different employees and getting an energetic glimpse into that employee which, you know, then helps the boss know how to best mentor those folks or, you know, what responsibilities they can give them. It's just, it's a lot of listening and just seeing the energy that I don't know if it's my team or their team or each person's guys. I'm not really sure necessarily on that, but it's just being open to the visions and, and the words that I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. So do you, um, so uh, the reason why I asked is I actually have a little process that I go through in order to make sure I'm out of the way and I'm not making stuff up, um, which uh, sometimes you wonder if you are. Um, but anyway, um, you had mentioned before about um, death and near death and um, all the cycles of life. Um, and I've been very interested in the near-death experience. I've been a volunteer for IONS for six years. Mm -hmm. Just fascinated on the articulation that these people have of the mystical experience. Um, and, and I don't, I have had difficulty having their articulation. That's why I, I can't read enough books about it or because they, they, it's, it was such a um, feeling. It wasn't a brain functioning. It was total feeling um, experience, um, all the experiences I've had. Do you feel that there is karma? Uh, do you feel in this, like when, when the near-death experiencers go into the other um, aspects, Mm -hmm. They find that there isn't a, a God with a white beard on a throne 
um, judging them. Now, each person may have a different concept of that other experience because of their background, but they usually are um, quite um, surprised that there is no judgment, that you're judging yourself rather than that there's this outside force, which makes me wonder about karma. Do you have a sense about karma or how to, I mean, certainly you're walking very softly through the world, trying not to have any karma, acquire any. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think of it that way. I, I, to me, I just figure I have the opportunity every day, every conversation to make somebody else's life a little better right. or a little worse. And I really try to make other people's lives better. Yeah. But I, I don't do that from a place of, oh, because I'm afraid what might come down, you know, mm. might come down the pike to me. That I just don't resonate with that. Um, it's so interesting because I did pull together. This is not a commercial, by the way. Yeah. Um, oh, but, but please do show your books. I, well, I, this is one that Archangel Michael had asked me to write. It's Walking with Spirit, uh -huh. Divine Illuminations on Life, Death, and Beyond. And it was in meditation that I met with Archangel um, Azrael, and he took me through the dying experience, not physically, but in meditation, I was shown many aspects of the dying experience. And I did see a tribunal, but now here's the interesting thing. There were seven, there were um, folks that there was like angels. There were also some, this was interesting, Kathy. There were some that were part human, part angel, some that were part galactic part human, some that were part galactic, part angel. Fascinating who was on this panel. But the questions that were asked, it, it was, how did you love? That was basically the question, how did you love? And so, you know, and, and I talk about that in this book. So to me, yes, what I saw, yes, a tribunal, but it wasn't hellfire and brimstone, right? But it was really just how did you love? Well, um, a lot of the people that have near-death experiences, when they come back, they have superpowers. They're um, one of my co old coaches. He had a near-death experience. He came back and wrote two books within like months afterwards because they were totally downloaded to him while he was um unconscious and uh, and they're fabulous that mean so so the that experience that you had of experiencing the afterlife may have also been part of your um your activation of mm -hmm. knowing a lot more and being in service because we are in a time where uh, not just the baby boomers are leaving but it seems like there's a lot of souls leaving um yeah, yeah, and and our and our uh, thoughts about death and life and and um, being in uh, loving kindness for others is really an important and and in integrity if we can. I mean, we're humans; we goof. Right. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I have had the profound honor to be able to sit with Divine Mother 
and her handmaidens, I've been able to observe them supporting folks that are preparing to pass. And it's just beautiful energy, the Divine Mother and her handmaidens. Wow. Wow. And I don't have any any experience like that. I I mean, I, I basically have read a lot and been around just these most beautiful people who they're just walking, talking, open-hearted beings and um and watching um watching the the joy of that the uh, the joyful experience of being human and the people that have had um, near-death experiences usually their bodies have been um you know really damaged uh, if they could go or come they 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 usually have a long road to repair their bodies and uh, it's amazing. I, I feel very lucky. I had spiritually transformative experiences instead. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, you had, you got it through, through a, a meditation. You got it through a vision rather than having to have that. So we're, we are very lucky. We're so blessed. And this is a, a powerful time for change. Absolutely. Yes. So I want to make sure that everyone knows how to get a hold of you and um, gets gets a chance to really be inspired by your work, uh, Ruth. It's just really beautiful. The people that you've um, gathered and the messages that are available full of hope and of um, co-creative divine essence is really a, such a gift to us. Thank you so much for that. Um, I want to make sure that people know how to find you. So could you share once again? I've been putting your information mm -hmm. up. But. Yep. So please go to enlightenedworld.online for the website and then on YouTube, um, Enlightened World Network, and also on Facebook, Enlightened World Network. Yes, and, and I'm going to put it again in the comments so everybody that's watching this now and later, um, give yourself the gift of spending time watching these videos. I mean, there is, um, this is like a present that you give yourself. And as we see that more and more that our, our, um, our light and our love is the is the most important currency of abundance. Um, you'll see what a true blessing the Enlightened World Network is um, in, in a possible future for all of us. So thank you so much, Ruth. Thank you. Oh, thank so, you, Kathy. Such uh -huh. a pleasure with you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay, so we're we're out of time. So please, you guys, please go to enlightenedworld.online uh, and, um, and also to YouTube. I think you'll be so glad you did. And the energy from it could help change the world for the better. So thank you all. Bye-bye.